for staying back for a few more minutes. Um, I'm grateful and I'm honored. Uh, two things. One of them is I want to give a special shout out to Pastor. Um, just to let y'all know how this all unfolded, we was at a restaurant and he's behind me. I'm in front of him. We just start talking. We start communicating. And I told him I have a podcast and what I do. And he's like, I guess his mind just started going, okay. Let's see if we can connect this thing. And now we're here today. So shout out to you, Pastor. I'm, I'm honored. I'm grateful to be here with, with everyone. And then um, the second thing is I apologize for missing the earlier part of the service. Um, had some stuff I had to take care of, but I'm here today. I'm All here right. now. So All right. let's, let's make it happen. Um, to those that's watching, um, thank you for tuning in. Uh, welcome to another episode of the Hour of Change podcast. And just know that in this hour, your life will be changed. You'll never move the same. You'll never think the same. You'll never act the same. You'll never work the same because you will be inspired and your life will be changed. And today is no different. We have a musical, a musical genius. Um, <laughs> Pastor told me about him, and I immediately went to his page and looked. Through. I'm like, this guy, this guy is amazing, <laughs> like unbelievable, talented. I'm talking like it, it, it blew my mind. It blew my mind. So, Caleb, how you doing today, my man? Yeah, man, I'm good, man. Doing good, doing good. So, um, where you from? Um, I'm, I was I'm born and raised in Michigan. Michigan, born in the Detroit area. I live, Detroit. Yeah, I live in a, a suburb called Shelby Township. Right. So I'm from Michigan. Michigan, shout out Michigan. Yeah. That's crazy. My, my, my guy, Jody, back there, he's from Michigan. Um, so <laughs> yes, I'm pretty sure y'all two probably chop it up after we get done for yeah. a little bit. But um, one of the questions I did have initially is why why gospel music and not secular music? Yeah. Why that? Yeah, I feel like, you know, first of all, you know, me being born into a Christian family, you know, and I, I had my parents were both there, my mom and my dad, speaking my identity from Christ because, you know, it's easier to, you know, because there's so many other voices around in this world you know, that can speak and influence you. But for me, I chose and I love, I listened to my parents and they influenced me and I know God purposely put them in my life to uh, give me the route that I'm supposed to go in right. as being a, you know, Christian gospel artist and just doing that for ministry, and I just you know I take that very seriously. Right. You know, without without them pouring into me, I wouldn't have known. I most likely would have gone in many other directions if right. I didn't have you know God put, putting them in my life. Man, that's so that's yeah. that's that's amazing. You just in a nutshell, what I'm getting from it is that well, one of the gems I just took away is that how important it is for our parents to be present. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like that's that right there. You just you just spoke. I need you to say it one more time because, <laughs> yeah. like, also, yeah, also, you know, because, you know, I was blessed to have, you know, both of my parents, you know, and they're still together today, you know, in my life. You know, it's a blessing, but, you know, it's also, also, you want to have people who are spiritually led by God to speak right. to you, you know, because, you know, it, a lot of people can speak to you, but you got to know and have wisdom to know who um, to take wisdom from and advice right. from. And, you know, I've been blessed, you know, for them to be my biological parents, right. who both are spiritually led by God to inform me, you know, encourage me in what God um, wants to do in my life. Most definitely. Shout out moms. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out moms over there, man. You're blessed, man. And everything you're doing in this kid's life is amazing. Keep doing your thing. Keep doing your thing. Amen. Um, so, 
before you started singing, right? What were you doing before that? Oh, before I was, because I started singing at age six, so six. you know, I, I was born and raised in the church, so you know, I you know, I was probably a part of you know just the the young uh, kids choir and everything. I was on the drums mainly, you know, right. I was doing the drum thing too. Um, but at the age of six is when my mom you know, discovered I had the ability to sing, and you know, she, you know, both of my parents like realized, but even before me, that I had an anointing to sing, you know, and minister through song and music and at the age of 10 years old. So that's when I really first started, I joined the youth praise team and I started leading the youth praise team in my church and ministering, you know, and just getting the the flow of what it means to minister and lead worship. Mm -hmm. So, and then at the age of 12 years old is when I became a part of the adult ministry, um, uh, music department. Hold up. Yeah, yeah. Adult ministry at 12? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because my mom, she's over the music department at my church. So was it because of your talent or was it because of your mom? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, was, it was a combination of things, you know, me being, you know, having that gift as, at a young age, you know, she put me in it, you know, at an early age so I can get the experience. Right. You know, experience speaks volume when, you know, when you, God is building up and preparing you for your journey. So, um, you know, that's, you know, kind of why, you know, she started me mm -hmm. at that age, you know. I, I get it. That's 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 amazing. Um, I want to piggyback another little bit. So you said that they recognized that you had a gift, right? Yeah. When did you recognize it? That's a good question. Yeah. I would say when God really, um, you know, I knew I, I could sing and everything. You know, because you know, of course, I was doing it and everything. I was operating it. But when I really realized my calling is when God dealt with me during the service. My uncle was preaching. And I was on the side, just you know, I was just chilling, and God, He just put a huge like weight on my shoulders. And my uncle was preaching a word called it was about choosing God now, and choosing now for later. And God was really dealing with me because I was you know I was playing sports in school, I was playing basketball, football, all that. And God was dealing with me, telling me you have to you know stop doing these things because I want you to focus on ministry. And He put that weight on me, and I just felt it, and I was just like. God was dealing with me heavily, right. and so that's when I realized, like, this is serious, and I got to take this serious. You know, I started focusing on the piano, playing the guitar, writing music, and literally that's when I realized how important, you know, what God had for me or what he has for me. So that's amazing. <clears throat> so it's one thing to realize that God has a, is talking to you, right? Mm -hmm. It's one thing to realize, and it's another thing to accept it and mm. move into it, yeah. right? At what point? So let's say you heard it on a Monday, or let's say you heard it in January. Like, at what point did you like decide to fully commit to it? Because I feel like sometimes God speaks to us and we be like, still kind of right. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be honest with you. I, the weight of God that He put on me was so heavy that I literally just was committed from that day, and that day on. I was already, you know, you know, singing and doing, having engagements and stuff, but that weight that he put on me, it really pushed me into what he wanted me to do. And I like, from that day on, I was just, you know, you know, of course we all, we're human, we have our ups and downs, you know, right. and, you know, I get unfocused sometimes, you know, right. but, you know, having my parents there to keep me on, keep me on track, you know, from that day on, I was focused, I was, you know, dialed in to, you know, really accept what God has called me to do. And so that's why I started putting it in practice. For sure. I mean, that's, that's amazing because like, even in my own life, I feel like sometimes God be talking to me mm -hmm. and put me in a certain direction, trying to push me in a certain direction, but sometimes I, 
I guess that's the flesh part of me just want to hold back mm -hmm. and don't commit fully. Yeah. Um, for someone that's struggling or battling with that, they, they hear the voice of God speaking to them, right? Yeah. And they know what's him, but they don't want to fully commit. Mm -hmm. yeah. You speaking from experience, what kind of advice you got for that person? Um, just about committing and, you know, right. yeah, so, um, yeah, for, for sure my, you know, my dad, you know, he's constantly informing me of, you know, you know, what you do for Christ will last. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, having that spoken over me, really put it by, put it in perspective of what I have to do to, um, first develop myself in God, you know, as far as reading his word, you know, and, um, studying his word and really, honing in on what is God trying to speak through me. So, because if I wasn't committed, I wouldn't be able to tap into those things that God right. he wanted me to do as far as writing music and speaking, you know, through my music. So, you know, from that, you know, commitment was, you know, instilled in me, and, you know, and it's still being instilled, you know, so it's a journey, you know, you're walking and you gotta continually, every day, be committed to God, you know, because it's not easy, you know, God knows we're doing it, he understands, you know, our imperfections, but, he uses that to reach to us and push us forward. Man, you just saying so much. Like I wanna, <laughs> I, I literally wanna pump the brakes on every sentence you say, because it's just so much to unpack. Right. But um, I think I think the first thing I wanna unpack is I wanna I wanna meet your pops. Oh yeah, for sure. That's what I wanna do. Cause now I, I'm thinking, but like the the stuff he instilled in you, like I wanna know what made him that way. Because, you know, like, somewhere along the line, I guess I'm trying to find the right way to phrase this because right. things are passed down from one generation to the next, right? Right. But, and I just want to know, like, who would still have those values in you? Right. Just yeah. to pick his brain. But that, that's a conversation for another day. Yeah, for sure. Right. But um, I see you've been traveling, mm -hmm. doing your thing, yeah. on different stages. What is that like? Man, it's a, it's a journey. It's funny, my dad was just texting me about that, you know, my journey, you know, but it's it's been a blessing, you know, just seeing, you know, different, you know, different worlds, because I've, you know, been on both, you know, the stage of, you know, in the church and, like, you know, I've been, I sang at the, you know, Detroit Lions games and the Cleveland Cavaliers and all that, and it's just the whole experience of, you know, me first learning my craft and then understanding, you know, that within all of that, my calling for what God is wanting me to do. So um, it's been a good journey and I've, I've gained a lot of experience from that and learning how to, you know, especially in the church, you know, because I've been going all over the place as far as, you know, ministering at different churches and just learning how my, what God is trying to speak through me and how to operate in his spirit mm. when I'm singing. All right, what's, you just named some big stages and big arenas you've been in. Yeah. What's, who was one of the most nervous ones? Nervous one. <laughs> so I would say the most nervous one, and the only reason why the Detroit Lions, because I had to play the piano too while I was singing. Because you know the other, a few other engagements when I was singing national anthem, I was I covered, but I had to play the keys too. And, um, right. So I, I had to keep all that. I don't, I, I don't mean to cut you off, but I've seen countless videos on Instagram when you playing the keys and doing it. So what was different? I feel like, I feel like you know. I'm putting a lot of weight on myself, like, I can't mess up, I can't, I can't mess up, but, you know, that was probably the most nerve-wracking one, just because I wanted to, you know, do it good, I just wanted to get through it and do it flawlessly, you know, and because I practiced so much for it, 
and like in my practice, I know I did it closely. I'm like, this moment I gotta do exactly what I just you know been practicing. And so I, that's you know probably was the most nerve nerve wracking one. And it's you know thousands, you know the people. I don't even know. It wasn't necessarily them that made me nervous. It's just me, right? Me trying to get it done. Right. Like, you being in your own, you yeah. being in your own mind. Yeah, man. So did you mess up? No. That's good. That's good. That's good. Um, I, I want to go back to you were saying. You know, you heard God speaking to you, right? Yeah. And you fell away on your shoulder. And I know for me, when I hear the voice of God speaking to me, I go and I tell someone, whoever I confide in, whether it's my wife or I call my friend. It just depends on what the word is, who I go and talk to. Mm -hmm. Wife, don't take it the wrong way, because I tell you everything. Please don't. <laughs> but um, I guess what I'm trying to ask is, who, who is that person you want to talk to? Like, Mama, like, I hear God telling me to go this direction. Like, did that happen to you? Yeah, I'm, I'm literally so. Right at that moment, I like was so, cause I felt God's presence so heavily that I was just crying. I couldn't. It was uncontrollable. Like that, I came to my mom just crying in her shoulder. Like mom, God speaking to me. He was speaking to me. I'm getting emotional now, but like it was so heavy, and I was like God speaking to me. And my, you know, I saw my dad too, and he gave me a hug, and I was telling him God what he was doing. He was telling me I had to choose him. I had to choose him. It was like, and then I went up to my uncle too, because he was the one preaching. Right. And he saw it. He was like, you okay? Like, he was trying to because I was that, you know, the, the emotion was that intense. Right. And, you know, I, that's who I, those people I was going to, you know, just tell them, like, God was speaking to me. And what were those conversations like? Let's start with, let's start with Pops. Because in that moment, it was, everything was happening so fast. So right. it was more of a, because my parents knew, because, you know, people, you know, people that are instilling me, they knew what I was called to do, it was just, they. it was kind of solidifying what God was already telling them. It was like, God has made you for this. So it really wasn't any conversation. Right. You know, my my uncle, he talked to me, he was like, he said, just know God chose you because he wants you just for who you are, not because of the singing, not because of your gift. You know, God wants you to operate in that. But God chose you because he loves you for you and your heart. So that was definitely, that was definitely. Now you got me thinking, I wonder like from a parent standpoint, when you are pushing your kid in a certain direction because you see that talent in him, right? Like, what's that feeling like as a parent, like knowing that my son is going to do this for God? Like, I wonder what that's like. Like, that must be like an overwhelming mm -hmm. feeling of joy. Like, my kid is walking in the right direction, you know, and, and that's nothing against kids that do, you know, stuff that they shouldn't be doing because I know at some point you know if you brought up in the church the what's the verse that says train up a child in the way he should go right so I I guess what I'm trying to say is that okay give me a second let me gather my thoughts let me gather my thoughts it's a beautiful thing well I would assume it's a beautiful thing to know that from a parent standpoint that We've been telling them our kid this, and now he's coming back to us like, wow, like God spoke to me directly, and I feel it, and this is what I want to move mm -hmm. into. So I know that must have been a, a beautiful feeling. But um, I'm really trying to find the right way to frame this question, but just give me a second. <laughs> I guess a, a, a part of what's making me What's making me uh, 
kind of freeze up in this moment or not get my thoughts together because this is the first time I've ever did a live audience, right? Mm -hmm. And shout out to Pastor for that because you got to face your fears. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. So, like, just to see people in the audience is like, DK, just get yourself together. It's okay. It's okay. Don't mess up. So, don't mess up. So, I just need everyone to just give me a round of applause and just say, keep yeah. going. When you got yeah. 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 I'm my spirit. Yeah. 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 I was, I was um, nervous to start speaking, right. you know, because I knew it was part of my con. I, I knew I had to speak up, you know, because people want to know oh, your story. So, and I knew that, you know, I was, you know, I was nervous to just kind of just talk and speak. But, you know, God started dealing with me. He's like, you got to do this too. My dad, you know, he was instilling that in me. Like, you got to right. do it. It comes with the territory of where you're going. So, most definitely. So let's let let's touch into the music aspect of things, right? You said you write your own music as well. Yep. Where does the inspiration come from? Inspiration, for sure, the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, most definitely, because without the Holy Spirit, I wouldn't have the message to speak God's word and what He wants me to, uh, to instill in His people. And for sure, my dad also he was um, on me like, "Hey, you gotta write. You have it in you. Got music in you." So he was like telling me like, "Man, pops be on it." Yeah, man. I promise you, a gift from God. Both of my parents gift from from gift from God. So you know, him telling me, "Hey, you gotta write. You gotta, you gotta put it in practice." Because you know, you see, like you know, it was other people. You know, got people like Kirk, and you know, people like in Maverick City. All you know, all of them, um, all the people that were writing. You know, God was telling me, telling my dad. He was telling me, I gotta write. So that's where that um, motivation came from. Got you. What um, you just named some big name artists. You you met anyone before? Yeah, I met I actually met Kurt. I mean, got to tell the when I went to um, his listening party, um, and um, I then I I don't know if I I met Maverick City a little bit. I didn't meet, get to meet them like talk, right? But I, I took a picture with them and other people I met. I met Travis Green. I went to his concert. He handed me a mic mid-concert. I was like, so unprepared, but I was like, I just saw him walking towards me. Oh, jeez. Give me the mic, right? And he just gave me the mic. Travis Green, Todd Delaney, man. I love Todd, man. He, he reached out, you know, every, you know, and talked to me and encouraged me, like, and telling me, like, you know, God's called you to do this thing, you know, ministry, and he's going to use you to touch the world. So, you know, I appreciate him specifically, too. And, um, you know, I met a lot of people, different people. Right. That's amazing, man. That's amazing. Like, just being able to be in them rooms with, with, with people of that, of those caliber of people that's moving in God's word and just being greater than their craft. You know, that's, that, that's one thing I aspire to do as well is to be in rooms with people that are at the top of their game mm -hmm. in the arena that I'm playing in. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's, you know, you just gave me some... Inspiration as well, you know, because yeah. you was able to be in rooms with people that's at the top of their game and their craft. Uh -huh. and that's something that I do aspire to be in one day. Mm -hmm. uh, and as we progress in the conversation, it's something about your music. I guess the melodies, man, like it, it, it just makes you feel it. Like I don't know how to explain it. Just, just the melody and just the way it flows is just like unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Oh, just doing that little stuff. <laughs> What, what, why that version of music? Like, why that genre? Yeah. Um, here's the thing. First, you know, I got to develop my sound. And 
allowing myself to understand music on a different level because when you understand and learn your sound, then you can articulate it in ways that most people don't. Right. So, and I put a lot of thought into how I write my music and, and melody is like one of the, my favorite things to do. And it's like, sometimes it's the easiest thing that comes to me because you know, you know, I have music in my head and literally like I put a lot of thought into it. So when I'm creating my music, I, I try to make sure everything is matching and everything's like feeding off of each other so that the message can, you know, because melody pushes the lyrics even further too. So like, when, cause, and when I write too, because I know the ly lyrics are important, but melody too, it helps and, and right. gets the message across as well. So you, right. know, you gotta match the mood, you know. Right, right, right. Yeah. So I know a lot of people that make music, they have, they be having this thing called I guess writer's block. Do you yeah. deal with that? Oh yeah, for sure. I it's I feel like it comes from it stems off a lot of things, you know. If you, especially because, you know, as an artist you know you write sometimes for you know, like emotion that you got or and it comes just you just trying to figure out what you're trying to say. And make it make sense basically. And sometimes I I, I, I get in writer's block sometimes but sometimes I get the way I get through it, sometimes I I write a little bit, and then if I get if I stop, then I I'll just go and just kind of wander, let my thoughts, you know, go through my head, and then I come back to it. Sometimes another line comes. Gotcha. But sometimes I fight through it too, cause you want to establish as a writer, you want to establish like a rhythm. Cause sometimes if you get a rhythm going, you can uh, uh, finish the song, even if you have writer's block. So. Got you. What's 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 one of your favorite songs that you wrote? You know, I got more music coming soon, but so I probably I'm on that music now. But as far as about the music I've released, the word I I don't know. I feel like "Rest in Me" is a good one, just because the words are so deep and just I know a lot of people, especially that song. You know, telling you to rest in God. A lot of people deal with fear, and I know that's a you know the spirit of fear. And I know it's probably on a lot of people, and I wrote that song specifically for that. You know, and I, it was one of my favorites because of the lyrics and how clearly they're speaking to that, you know, that fear that may be on people. Can faith and fear coexist? Faith and fear. So here's the thing. You have this spirit of fear and then there's fear. Fear is, is a, you know, a normal thing to have God. He, he's not, he knows it's natural for us to fear. But there's a spirit of fear, you know, like that, you know, the devil and spirits trying to put on us. And so God is not telling you don't fear, but he's telling you not to have the spirit of fear, which is even deeper. It's like a spiritual thing. But having fear is a natural thing, and but faith and fear, like I feel like you, you, they can coexist, but you gotta still have faith to go through it, go through it, and allow God, like like my son, to rest in Him, allow Him to take care of you in areas that you can't, you know, fulfill. So I feel like they can coexist. Sure. Let's get a snippet. Yeah. <laughs> can we get a snippet? Oh, oh, the rest of me. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I am reaching. I may find out I might be a preacher oh. And I am longing oh, Longing for my ruler So he can help me oh, Clearly see my future oh. 
universe. I'll let y'all listen to the rest. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, most definitely, man. That's amazing. That's amazing. So you started at six. You here now? Where to next? Like, how 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 far do you want to take this? Um, I want to take this as far as God wants me to take this, and I know He's leading me into things that I'm not even fully have thought out yet. But I know as far as my, you know, my passion, I want to, you know, do what I'm doing on a grander scale, you know, ministering all over the world, touring, you know, writing more music, collabing with different people, you know, as far as, you know, having the same message as me, you know, and delivering God's word too. And I know that in my journey, because in my journey, God has done stuff that I didn't even thought I was going to do. Like, I didn't think I was going to do this. So I know that's going to, that's another thing that I have to be prepared for is, Things God is gonna where He's gonna take me that I'm ne- not necessarily like thinking about at this moment. He's preparing me in my journey. So how do you prepare for that if you don't even know? So that's the thing. First of all, having the Spirit, you God tells you He may tell you to do something. Think like my dad. I didn't know I was gonna write music. I had no. I wasn't like thinking like that. But God was dealing with my dad. He was like telling telling me to write music. So I started writing music. You know, little by little, I I didn't like think I was gonna fully like be writing a song right. and releasing it. I knew I, I would be releasing music, but it's another thing to do it from your your thoughts and what got your story basically. Mm-hmm. So, and I know God, cause he's gonna, he does things exceedingly abundantly, you know, you know, beyond what, you know, what we think. So I know in my journey, he's gonna lead me into the things that I necessarily, I'm not thinking about at this moment. Right. He's gonna prepare me if I, obedient to what he's speaking to me. Most definitely. So, you write music and, and you perform it. So I, I guess what I want to ask is like, what what is your favorite part of the whole process? Um, is it the creative or is the performance? For me, I feel like, I don't know if I have a favorite. I feel like it depends. So like, certain songs I like writing, like just the process of writing and coming up with it, because you, you just, there's a rush that I get from it too. Like, I feel like, damn, I'm like, I just wrote that. And I was like, and it's like, and it's speaking to me. And then, but then sometimes when it's, when you're actually performing it, you're seeing the people reacting to something that God gave you. And I think that's a blessing too. So maybe actually the performing part, the performing part, when you see it all come to life, because it's like, this is what you're doing this for, or this is what I'm doing this for. And it's, you know, to, empower people mm-hmm. to do what God's called them to do. And when you see that come to life, it's, it's a blessing. Most definitely, man. I, I, I bet it is. Yeah. I bet it is. How have you ever wrote a song like, nah, I ain't gonna do it. That one trash. Um, I feel like some ideas come to me that I'm, it's not hitting. Or I'll recreate it to what to make it better. Like right. I, I don't I don't think I don't sit on any idea. And if I do, it's like I'm preparing it for another time. I don't think like, like, if I make something, it's not, it's not good. I'm gonna make it better. I'm gonna make it and deal with it until it gets to where I need right. to get. Got you. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, so, you said that you want to take it, you know, internationally. You want to travel and perform on even more stages. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say. Well, I guess what I want to ask is this: What's what? How much is it to book you? Like, let's say someone hear this today, 
and they want to book you. I like this kid. Like, yeah. I want to book him today for my church or for my event. Right. Yeah, I feel like it's a lot of different things that play into it. Um, you know, it, it may depend on, you know, you just know the church. So first of all, I, I, have, I have a set price that I do, like, based on certain songs. But, right. you know, I, I bring the price to them, you know, because you know, it's a business side to it, you know. And I bring it to them, and if, you know, sometimes, like, they're, they're not, you know, it's not in their budget. You know, I'm still willing to work with people, and, you know, and then, like, it just it mainly just depends on, like, the church or just the venue, amount of people, you know. You know like, what, what what am I doing it for, basically? Kind of right. Like, it all plays into it. Gotcha. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, for, for a kid that want to do the same thing you're doing, right? He, he has a voice mm -hmm. and uh, maybe a little bit of fear is holding him back. Mm -hmm. For that kid that want to step in the same direction as you, right. what kind of advice you got for that kid? It's kind of what I'm going to say. You know, the same first, you got to have people in your life that will speak life into you and speak in the direction God wants you to go in. I feel like that's one of the most important things because, you know, sometimes that you, know, you have fear that, you know, it cripples you. It makes you not believe in, makes you not believe in yourself, and I feel like when you have people around you that's constantly, you know, telling you and encouraging you and speaking life into you, and you know that that will give you life to, you know, put go in the right direction. Second, you know, I feel like there's certain when you have people like that, they when they encourage you, you speak to yourself, encourage yourself. So I feel like, you know, not letting fear hold you back is is a is something that you need to like fight through. It's, it's a process, you know, you got to fight through it and have people around you and have God, you know, speaking to you, you know, give him the avenue in that to speak to you, right, to get through that fear. So you just said not let fear hold you back, right? Have you dealt with that before? Yeah, baby. Okay, so I, cause I, I was just thinking, like, how do you get through that fear? Like, yeah. when you realize that, like, how do you push past that? I remember who I am. Mm -hmm. I remember the things that my dad told me to do, or who, who he said, God says I am. I remember who my, who my mom says I am. And I just, I remember the things that, you know, you know, God speaks to me. Because God deals with me, you know, through his word. You know, the word speaks to who we are. You have, that's why the word is important to, you know, you have to read it and dive in it, because it encourages you. And it speaks, and it fills your spirit. Because I feel like when you keep everything to your carnal mind, your natural mind, you will never, Pursue what God has called you to do, right? So when you encourage your spirit, that's what and you know how I get through that fear, and I let God take over basically. Like if I'm nervous, I come up here, then I just get in my zone, and then God just do the rest. So that's that's good. That's good. That's really good. Well, um, one last thing before we wrap up, uh, I met this guy in Atlanta. Uh, I was down there for a networking event, and he, uh, I stayed at his Airbnb, mm -hmm. and one of the most brilliant minds I've ever met in my life, right. Umar, uh, he's from Senegal, I believe, Senegal, and the next morning, he brought me a sheet of paper, and he was like, because uh, I told him about my podcast, what, I, you know, what I'm doing, and he brought me a sheet of paper, and he's like, you know, these are some ideas I think you should add to your podcast. And there was something at the bottom that really struck to me, and it said, uh, the world is listening. So 
my question to you will be this. If there's one piece of advice you can give to humanity, what would it be? I would say, choose God. First, I would say choose God. Mm. Figure out who he is in your life so that he can speak to who you are, who you truly are. Because um, I would say that to them because first, because this that we, we have to deal with this world and there's so many things that can influence us and change, you know, tell many different voices telling us who we are that did not come from God. So I believe you should figure out who you are in Christ. You know, and you may not feel like you're in Christ, you know, and you may come and encounter people that make you feel like you're not a part of Christ. First, I would tell you, first I would tell them, you are a part of Christ, whether you believe it or not, and God is calling you, you know, to be a part of his family. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. One last thing. Um, could you just do a quick thing for my mom's? Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> her favorite, one of her favorite songs is uh, "He's Able." Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He's able. God is able to do just what He said He will do. Mom, this for you. <laughs> He's gonna fulfill every promise to you. Don't give up on God, cause He won't give. Thank you all so much for staying by. That's it. Be out of here. Peace.